Rick, this week? Yeah. Oh, my God. We've got a great, great guest. I think this is a good one. Chicago boy. He's a Second City alum. He's a he's a best-selling author. And he may have the coolest job in the world, yeah. don't you think? His name is Dwayne Cerny, and he sells dead people's stuff, basically. <laughs> right. He does. Uh, and the kind of stuff that I like. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. He could definitely um, furnish your garage. He could. We'll have to mention that to him. Uh, we, we're going to talk to him about his books, about his about the strange stuff that he sells at his vintage store. Creepy encounters he's had with objects. With some really cool stories. All that is coming up next. But first, listen to this other fine old pie show. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of Coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to? Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Man Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. All right, Dave, I'm uh, very excited about today's guest. He's the uh, His first book, uh, Selling Dead People's Things, was an Amazon bestseller and named a top 20 LGBTQ memoir of the year by The Advocate. His latest book, which just came out in June, Vintage Confidentials, getting rave reviews. He's a Second City alum, a stand-up comedian, award-winning poet. His essays have been featured in the New York Times, and he's even a recording artist. Now, best of all, Dave, to us, he's a Chicago guy. Yeah, Please say hello. Welcome, Dwayne Cerny. How are you, Dwayne? Hey, guys. Great to be here. So I want to start off by uh, talking about a very cool line that I saw on your website that kind of describes your first book, Selling Dead People's Things. And the quote is, people are their things. People are shaped and ultimately defined by what they collect and cherish. It is quite bluntly who they are. And, you know, what that says to me is your book is more about the people than it is about the objects sold, right? It's about the people who owned them and why they owned them and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, it's uh, the objects tell the story. I, you know, I, I like to say because oftentimes, if I get into a state and a state, you know, the, the the person's already gone. Right? <laughs> maybe maybe there's been a divorce and they're gone, or they're dead and they're gone, but they're gone. And um, it's you kind of have to be a bit of a detective to go and figure out exactly what's going on here. But the you know the objects really you know speak to me and I think to most people in my business when you if you want to take the time to actually listen. Hmm. You know, and I've noticed that um, it's kind of real. You know, your book, your, your cover is absolutely terrifying on that. Yeah, book. I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> like those, yes. I, I had nightmares. <laughs> those shining yeah. twin blood coming out, you know. So there's a real spooky and creepy feel to it. So 
Tell us about some of the weird supernatural shit that's really freaked you out <laughs> while you've been in this business. And we've got about 40 minutes here. So just, just oh. yeah, I'm going to go get a Ruben. You just can start talking. <laughs> I'll speak slowly. Uh, um, well, you know, part of this came came about where I would just uh, take take notes when I would be at, at some of these sales. And uh, not really knowing what to do with them, but just going, gee, there's some really great stories here. Um, and... Uh, at a certain point, um, uh, I actually ended up taking a uh, writing class in New York with uh, Gretchen Cryer, just John Cryer's uh, mother. Oh wow! And she's a she's a writing coach, and uh, that's a whole other story. But um, well, tell anyway, her well, again. We, you know what? We're going to break you up into two two two, oh, two okay, shows, right, right. so we don't have to do uh, anything so, well, next week. Well, you had to tell you had to write actual true stories. This is not a fiction writing class, and everything had to be. Bone cutting, she would say, bone cutting, truthful stories, and there were like ten people in the group, and it could have been a reality show right by right by itself because every week someone would drop out because yeah. the stories, because they're true stories, were some of them were really disturbing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, with well, you know, drug abuse or sexual abuse, there was a, somebody who was abducted by an alien, and I mean, it wow. went on and on, right? Yeah, right. So, um, was was wasn't all laughs, uh, and. I was doing really well for a couple of weeks. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to write about what I do. And so I wrote a story and they all said, bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can't write fiction. I said, no, no, I know this really happened. And I realized I had failed. Um, and I didn't fail the class, but I did feel, uh, uh, fail that particular session. So I uh, went back to Chicago, wrote it 20 times, rewrote it and rewrote it. Uh, and a lark sent it into the New York Times, and darn if they didn't publish it. Wow. And uh, that's called Traces of a Man Who Disappeared. So your listeners out there, you can Google it. It's all over the place. It's over the New York Times. And at the time, it was uh, rather um, controversial. So it kind of led me down the path of maybe that I should be do more of this because I don't see anybody writing about this. Um and then I, when I looked at my notes, I realized, you know, there were a number of stories that were really on the paranormal side. And I thought, you know what, let me be honest, let me get these stories out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> let me put these together. And not every story is, is in, in, the, in the book is paranormal by any means. But I like to say there's kind of a bent to it. Right. Um, and my second book, Vintage Confidential, is, I think, funnier and it's definitely sexier. So maybe I'm getting the funny and sexy out of the way. Um, <laughs> but, but, but back to your original question. Um, it's been, there was, so there's a, there was a story about um, uh, a desk that I bought. It walked in the door. Somebody just brought it in and said, uh, it was, uh, it was a, a Mission uh, Arts and Crafts uh, partner's desk. You know, partner's desk opens on both sides. Uh -huh. um, and... Um, I got to get rid of this desk, which right there, when somebody says, I got to get yeah, rid of right, right. blank. Yeah. Don't mind the skull that is in the, in the, in the exactly. bottom drawer. You know, yes. Just, you know, I got to get rid of this desk. Hey, and it was a deal. It was a real deal. And I said, sure. And he walked it in the door. My favorite thing. I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, so, so I buy it and it was a very odd thing in that underneath each of the drawers were, and I always say this, it most like, uh, nope. it's like this. I think you're blinking out here. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, I think we oh. have, uh, yeah, hold on here. Okay. At the bottom of the drawers. Sure. Yeah, start again and we'll edit. Yeah, the bottom of the drawers, it was always like an, kind of an etching 
under under each of the drawers. And it wasn't, I would say it was almost like kind of like an old English type writing. And it didn't make any sense at all, but it was extremely well done. Um, so it was more more like um, folk art, I would say. Okay. Um, so, but each, under each, each drawer was this, it was like it told a story. And I just thought that was like amazing. Um, and I would point that out to somebody when they're going to buy it and they would buy it. And then a couple weeks later, they'd say, I need to bring this desk back. <laughs> wow. So this thing had been, I sold, and generally I don't bring things back, but I'm going, this is an odd item. I'm not going to have a problem selling it. But nobody would tell me why they didn't want it anymore. You know, just go, it doesn't fit. Yeah. You know? So, uh, and then it came down to the third person. <laughs> and I, I, who I sell to, and by this time, let me tell you, I want to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah right. It's like Christine, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's move this along. Yeah. Um, and it was actually turned out to be cute. And I tell this story from her voice because then I knew all. Then I kind of knew everything. I couldn't tell the story until I knew all the details. And I very much like writing in kind of a you know, Henry style if the story lends itself to that. Uh Um, So from, from her perspective was, and she had been looking for a desk like this for years. Her grandmother had a desk like this. So it was filling a need. And oftentimes that's how people collect things. You know, their parents had it or they had something as a child. And that's why people, you know, collect vintage. Um, And uh, she would call and she'd say, well, you know, I'm, I'm not calling to complain about anything, but Again, another sentence you should be concerned with. You know, I'm not returning this, but uh-huh. um, and she wanted more more of a story, and I really didn't want to tell her too much because yeah. <laughs> I didn't want it coming back, and I didn't want to want it, uh, her to be kind of freaked out. But she had basically it would be the drawers would just open by on their own. Cool. You'd well, you'd come into the room and the drawers would be. So they were. She was always blaming her husband. You know why? You, uh, of course. Uh, yeah. It's always the husband's fault. It's always the husband. Why are you going? And he goes, "When did we even buy this desk? I don't even remember buying this desk." You know, um, which is the husband. Yeah. Um, and there were when when we had it. I had two. Last part of this story. I had two employees who did not get along, which I think really makes the point. Did not get along. And on a Saturday afternoon, I had these guys working in the basement together, moving around all the furniture. And at one point, <laughs> the, one of the drawers opened, and this little like sphere orb of light came out of the drawer and then bounced all over the, all over the basement. Now this is a basement where there aren't any windows. This is on Clark street by the ballpark. Uh-huh. The, the building's been since torn down. Um, and this little orb of light just bounced all over the place, like trying to find a way out. Holy shit. <laughs> well, yeah, well that's what they said. Yeah. So these two guys come running up the stairs <laughs> and i thought it was funny because one one was straight and one was gay um what <laughs> one one was one was white the other was of mixed nationality mm-hmm. these guys just had nothing in common the only thing they agreed on was that scared the shit out of them. <laughs> right they were hugging you know <laughs> oh my god um the one guy then didn't actually didn't want to work there anymore so that was a problem wow actually we're um, cutting so- you off now because you're freaking us out we don't even want to talk to you <laughs> yeah well I, I get that sometimes i've been thrown out of, i've been thrown out of some really good parties um, wow so, i mean that's and, and trust me that's kind of the reader's digest of the story that's one yeah. of the longer that's one of the longer stories um so but again this is a secondhand 
thing, but I'm getting it from multiple people. Yeah. So again, I did not see this, but what's I did know how incredible the desk was, though. I still, you know, again at the time, you know, I should have taken pictures, but it was the '90s, and we didn't all have a, yeah, yeah, right, you know, yeah. a phone and a, and a computer in our pocket, and that's all we did all day. You know. Um, <laughs> so was, where, when, where's the yeah. desk now? Oh, she kept it. Oh, you still she, have it? Or no, she still has it. No, she still has it. She bought it. She bought it. She kept it. Um, she loved it. Um, and I, n- I never heard from her again. Yeah. Okay. Nor did which anybody is, else. Which is, which, is, which is the perfect customer. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, it, it, it's obvious there's uh, there's some money to be made in this in this business. Tell our listeners how they can become millionaires by selling that creepy portrait of their great-great-uncle Ernst. <laughs> Well, actually, I'm you know I'm not one of these who says, um, and I've gotten some uh, beef from the uh, paranormal community of all the all the haunted dolls. You know, you go onto eBay and just every, every other doll has an issue. You know, right? Uh, Anna, Annabelle. You know, and I don't. I I believe I believe almost anything can have an energy to it. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. I mean, if I even said to you guys, what's your favorite thing? You know, and in it besides drinking um there'd be be something that you'd say oh you know i just love this maybe it was your dad's pocket watch or something right well there's a certain energy and connection that cannot really be defined and that's not necessarily spooky i think it's kind of you know wonderful yeah um and i also use the expression i don't think i did in the book but it's something i hadn't which i should have gotten that in there is one of my favorite lines is uh can the paranormal be explained as nature showing off? Oh, yeah, I, I like okay. that. Yeah, in yeah. that <laughs> too 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 long a title for a book, yeah. um, but but in that it's it's dot com, uh, <laughs> dot com, yeah, <laughs> hashtag, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's inexplicable to us. To, to we mere mere mortals, oh, yeah. you know. Um, but so there's there's could just be a connection to like an object. So um, I'm not really one to go telling people, you know. Yeah, you should. It's uh, again with the haunted doll business because it's yeah. a big. That's a big deal, you know. Uh, it's never it's never Barbie or Ken, though. There's some questions <laughs> right. about that, yeah. but it doesn't have anything to do with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know some of those old dolls. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy, yeah. creepy, and oh, creepy! Hey, creepy cells. Yeah, <laughs> ugly cells. Huh? Ugly, totally cells. Oh, I mean, interesting. Ugly, any, the ugly, ugly lamp. So just, if you look at something, you say, "Wow, that should be in a bordello." Well, you know, in forty-eight hours, I'll sell it. Really? You know what? Um, I, I'm with you on that. I mean, that's the kind of shit I buy. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know why? Because it jumps out. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 horrific. You know. Yeah, it's and it's, 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 it's not it's. Uh, just bland and average it, it does sell it's just a much slower seller yeah. and i have learned the other thing too is if i somebody brings in something i'll say that's the worst thing i've ever seen it's like ka-ching really <laughs> you know <laughs> if it has my blessing of like oh my god that's horrible yeah. i'm it's gonna make horrible. some money <laughs> yeah like yay because it's not average right and, you know, my goal so when I buy stuff like that is to is for my wife to immediately say, oh, "That's what? in the garage. That one goes in the garage." <laughs> well, when she says that to you, that's where you're gonna. Well, that's where he spends the right. vast majority of his time in, yeah. the, in the coolest guy garage there is. I'm oh. hoping she said. I'm hoping she tells me that uh. now because I I well, like it out there. And it kind of it kind of squares my point is that 
you know, if you invited me over someday, hint, hint, yeah. um, that, no, I could, I could look around and I would, those objects would tell me a lot about you. Yeah. And what, what you're <laughs> Probably what, not what good you, things. <laughs> <laughs> creepy and often, spooky and ugly, I think, are words that you're in. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, uh, there, and there, <laughs> that's the second book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where, well, where, where there's just some, you know, disturbing, disturbing things that, you know, people, people find and it reflects, but it's reflects human nature. It's, that's, um, actually, that was part, part, I don't want to give that story away either. But again, traces of a man who disappeared. Um, that's one as a real revelation as far as what I'm what I think I'm seeing and what really happened are two completely different stories, um, which also makes for a good story. Yeah. Um, and uh, so especially when they're true, I don't have to be not making up anything. I, 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 often, I often feel sometimes I'm just a really good typist. <laughs> yeah, you're a stenographer for what's yeah, happening yeah, around yeah. you. Yes. So, yeah, I, I'm a fair writer, good typist. Yeah. So, you know, there are a ton of these reality shows out there. You know, the Antique Roadshow and the uh-huh. Pawn Stars, Storage Wars, and so on. Um, that, kind of, you know, delve into the world of the antiques and collectibles. First of all, what do you think about those programs? And second of all, yours is better. Yeah. So let's let's <laughs> yeah. get one for you. Yeah. But you know what? Does it cheapen it? Does it? I don't know. Do I, uh, Have you done a show like? Because you you would be great on the air like that. Uh yeah, they're tr- they're t- trying to, trying to keep me off the air. Well, it's funny <laughs> when the book when the fur I I shopped the book around. Oh my god, did I shop the book around? And I did have an agent in L.A. and she was like, "This has got to be a reality show. This has got to be a reality show." And she really worked on that. And I kept saying, you know. I am a writer. I, that'd be great. That'd be great. But I really want it to be a book. You know, there's just, it's just, it's a very, it, to me, it's very personal when I can kind of, you can read it yeah. and you hear my voice and you kind of get it in your head. Oh, I'll give the plug here. It's also an audio book now. Oh, great. It came out two weeks we ago. We will give you ample time at the end to yeah, tell that away. So, but I'll forget that it's an audio book. <laughs> <laughs> you get it out there. <laughs> just, 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 just saying it, just saying it now. Um, but, and I got, I got off track. Um, your thoughts on, the, on those, on yeah, those yeah, uh, shows? You. So, well, the, of course, the, the best thing is uh, Roadshow because it's from the UK and everything's better from the UK. Yeah. All right. Let's just start there. Except so for all teeth. That kind of, <laughs> true. Oh, no, no, no. Program. Very good. <laughs> Dental, not so much. Okay. Uh, now I'm scared. <laughs> um, though I do I do have a guy who collects Art Deco dentures. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, but that's Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, side <laughs> oh note. Oh, God. Sidebar. So, that's, re- that's, that's wonderful um, going on that. I think that it's go- going down the list. Uh, Pawn Stars is, is, of course, a lot closer to it because it was based is based on you know an actual store in Las mm-hmm. Vegas. Though right. I believe they now have a whole what you're looking at is a complete set. Yeah, that I think re- that's recreate, right. You know, so uh, and you know how they instantly get an appraiser there. That's what I always love. <laughs> yeah. it's like he's got a hotline to you know a Napoleon sword. I got a guy. Yeah, yeah. right. Let me go. Um, let me call my Napoleon guy. And yeah, and, he, and he's in Vegas. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> right. And no yeah. matter what, no matter what it is. <laughs> You know, it could be E.T.'s testicle. I got a guy. <laughs> that's um, a Roman thing. Let's go to Caesar's palace. <laughs> oh, that's, that's <laughs> uh, so, you know, in that. And, but generally, though, that's that's legit. And after that, I'm not going to make any more comments, except that there's too many storage locker shows. Yeah. And we, we've yeah. been asked to put, I'll put it, I'll just leave it at this, and this won't get me in trouble. We've been asked to prop 
shows like that. Oh, oh so, I see. I gotcha. So, right? So I don't have to say anything. Well, yeah. So there's a creepy... Yeah. Yeah, where's so, the creepy... We need we need creepy dentures. Go big, to, fat go fakers. <laughs> big fat fakers. Big fat fakers. And I'm going like, you know, I don't even know, how, which we turned down. I want. I do want to say. Okay. So we've been propping movies and TV shows for 25, 25 plus years. Um Wow, um, we were doing Oprah's Brewster Place. You guys remember that? Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. We did Brewster Place. So not everything Oprah touched was gold. You yeah, know? <laughs> and uh, and also, I mean, well, that might be your fault. Yeah, you know, could be. Oh no, that's listen. We have props. Terrible films. No, not no, not like Oprah. Oprah. We just we sold her a uh, kitchen set, a custom kitchen set that sat thirty. So one of those Formica fifty oh, kitchen gee, sets, with vinyl, right? And they used it on one of her book clubs, and then oh. it went to her. Um, uh, it went into her kitchen. That's terrible. Yeah, it right. went into the, it went into the cafeteria at, at Harpo. Um, it was because I've never seen one, never saw one before, never, never had one again. Very cool, just the coolest freaking thing. Um, so though, you know, that was exciting. We did all the Chucky movies. Oh, every Chucky movie. Really. Um, yeah, we did uh, early film was we did Road to Perdition where somebody like uh, oh, dies yes. on our carpet and shoots up our uh, sofa. Um, cool. But uh, what put us on the map was the first film um, was Oliver Stone's Natural Born Killers. Oh, with um, um, uh, Woody, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, right? Yeah. And do you want to do you want to hear that story? Yes, dude. Like I said, this is a four part <laughs> series, man. Just go. Oh, four parts. <laughs> okay. So again, briefly. Uh, no, not so briefly. I bought, well, so I, I bought I I I bought out a, a sideshow of taxidermy animals from uh, 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 from uh, the basement of a hardware store that was built out like a ghost town. So right there is the coolest thing. Just, oh my gosh. Old guy had all this lumber. What are we going to do with the basement? He built out this enormous ghost town. And the idea was, like a Wild West town. But the idea was, and it was in Tipton, Indiana. I don't know what's still there. Probably not. Um, So he was retiring. And his gimmick was to get everybody to come to his hardware store. The adults would do their shopping upstairs. The kids could go downstairs and play. And there was a there was a, a a barber shop and a candy shop and um, there was a mortician and it was closed of course Ooh, right. it was closed right and it was planked actually planked uh, sidewalks you walk and it was it was enormous it was just the best thing what a great but, thing that's what awesome. a great thing right and we got it we got a tip that's another whole chapter in the book I don't give it away because that one's got a great ending not because uh, so but you know. Long story longer. So I I had heard that they, he had in the back, <laughs> which was always for, you know, an extra quarter. We'll show you something else. Right. Um, so he, he was selling off his collection of sideshow animals. So I bought them. And uh, <laughs> and the first one I put out was a uh, taxidermy two headed six legged lamb. And it had lamb. It had, it had the other two legs came out of its back. Right, and I do want to say this because people scream at me, animal abuse. Sideshow animals got the best of treatment because they were worth more alive than dead. Okay, yeah. So they were always they were well fed and well taken care of for, and nature's weird and whatever. So, well, I had the idea of like, wouldn't it be great to set up like a, <laughs> over Thanksgiving, we we set up this great Art Deco dining room set with linens and, and china and flatware, and in the middle of the table, <laughs> this is the lamb, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, and, I, and we did this on this. We, this is Wrigleyville, and you know, half the people are loaded. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or have mohawks. Yeah. And uh, well, I actually had a couple people faint. 
Um, really? Wow. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, wow. Which is like, you know, when I tell it now, it's funny, but at the time, it's like, wasn't somebody standing there? Oh. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and then what do you do? And it's not the first time somebody fainted there either. So. Anyway, that's the stories. Uh, yeah, so, I thought, so then I did not put them out. It was like, you know, this is this is not good. But um, <laughs> next next year, when um, Halloween rolled around, I said, oh, God, OK, I'm not going to put that out, but I'll put out the cows, which are actually calves, two-headed calves. And they were great condition. Um, and so we did this Halloween window, and it had everything you'd expect from an antique store in a Halloween window with, you know, the skulls and the ghosts and the, uh-huh. uh, uh, everything else we could pull out of our, you know, wherever uh, <laughs> to do this. And uh, so the, the, the next day, uh, I get a, I get a phone call. Oh, oh, I got all these phone calls. Actually, I got all these phone calls, and they're from everybody. I want how much is the cow? How much is the cow? And there were some frat boys called and said they wanted to rent it for a party. <laughs> and I'm going, oh god, I can imagine this thing coming back. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. You know? And so I was like, nope, it's not for sale, and it's not for rent. So I had a lot. I'm defending myself here with what I'm going to tell you. So, so <laughs> I was just kind of fed up with all the annoying phone calls. Um, I'm not making any money here. Um, and at the end of the day, the phone rings, and the guy says, and "This guy says, hey, I was having dinner at Mia Francesca across the street last night, and you you were closed, but I see you have a two-headed cow in the window, and I and I and I'd like to rent it." Right. My wife and has I, been saying, "You get me a two-headed cow, <laughs> a cow or... right?" And and I says, "I says, buddy." It's not it's it's not for rent. And he goes he goes, This is Oliver Stone. And I said, oh. Sure you are, buddy. Yeah. And I hung up the phone. Wow. Yeah, it was I was tired. Yeah. Well. And you know, please, you know. Um Yeah, and I would have done the same yeah, thing. Right, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so uh the next day I get a phone call from a, a very angry young woman. Who says, um, are you the person who hung up on Oliver Stone yesterday? And you know, so kind of a long pause going, yeah, I guess. let's narrow this down. You know? yeah, I, yes, yes, I believe I was. And she goes, well, he's not happy at all, but he still wants the cows. And um, I said, fine. Um, so then they, 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 we agreed on like a thousand bucks for a week, which was like, wee. Yeah. Um, that paid for a chunk of them, right? And uh, they sent over these uh, two hunky teamsters and a lot of bubble wrap <laughs> and a big box. And and it was fun watching them do that. Um, <laughs> and off he went. Um, uh, off they went. Um, and he's now. This is what this is what they told me uh, is that he they used him in the forest scene, uh, which I think on the 25th anniversary edition, you can see this. Okay. What I've been told, but it's the forest scene, but <laughs> it's filmed from the cow's perspective. Oh, well then what, what do they need the cow for? <laughs> well, because that's why movies cost a hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> what a silly question. Yeah. So, you know, so I always call that cinema dairy queen or something, <laughs> you know, uh, so it's behind it. So it's behind it. You get the cow. So what the what the cows think of Woody Harrelson's acting? You know, right, right, Couldn't they get Norm? So I'm just you know, you, so that, I, I think that fills it. I think that fills that one. Of uh, but it here's the thing. It opened up. It just opened up a huge door for us because then it's basically. 
I'm overstating it, but it's 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 generally the same crews. I mean, they hire Chicago talent, yeah, you know, to run around and find things. So, and people only have to find you once, and especially if you get have something that's cool and you're somewhat easy to deal with. Yeah, yeah just don't hang up on anybody. Martin Scorsese calls do not hang up on him. And I, I mean, I'd worked for other antique stores and. Just being honest, some of these guys were such jerks, and um, I could see why the you know the, the uh, production companies would just you know they still want the stuff and they have the money, but the guys guys so difficult. And I was like, well, I don't want to be that guy. But it was, this, was, was this a whole element of the business that you got you hadn't even considered as a possible? Yeah, no, yeah. we hadn't done anything. We had not done anything, so that was the first major thing. Oh, that's cool. We prop. I mean, we I think we might have done stuff for the Goodman and the theater groups, and, mm-hmm. and and we still do. Um, and some of the smaller theater groups, we would just lend them stuff so they could, you know, do their right. plays, whatever. So very in the, just, a, you know, not, not, not professionally, that's for sure. Um, oh, and then it became a significant, you know, part of our, of our business. Oh, you're revenue. Um, and, and still is, uh, you know, they, they were, pro- they propped, were propping a show, TV show this past week, which, I can't remember the name of, but a lot of times now they, when they tell you the name of something, it's not really the name. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's just kind of the cover name. So, you know, there's that, um, but it's great when they get picked up. Uh, I mean, we did tons of stuff for Fargo and I always think it's funny because mine is very much a mid-century modern department store. So it's very mad men looking. And I'm always like amazed that they can find stuff for, little you know aunt jenny's you know mother's apartment or whatever you know with the doilies and the, yeah <laughs> so kind of something like that grandma look you know you're rich found stuff here how did you do that <laughs> so but that's what they do cool. um so yeah uh so so oh, t- tell us the difference between the first book and the second book i mean you're we've gotten into that first book pretty good but that your new one vintage confidential you said it was funnier and sexier how yeah it's because <laughs> you're talking to a couple of really sexy, funny guys it's here. Super so funny. It's super sexy. Well, you know, if you're going at it and you're funny, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I, 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 I really tried to listen to the feedback from the first book. And, and let me tell you, that was a complete surprise that it was successful. That was a huge success. Uh, as, and, it, and it's selling it's selling to this day. It yeah. doesn't, it's not, it's, uh, I don't know what printing it's even in at this point. Um, but, uh, but I listened to the readers and the leader, the readers like things that were shorter because some of the stories in the first book are a little long okay. and, um, uh, and they did really did seem to appreciate the ones, uh, they, they like the scary ones and, you know, there's people, there's people for that. Um, but they also said, you know, Hey, you're, you know, you're kind of funny. Um, and, and, and looking, um, so, <laughs> So let's run with that. <laughs> and there was just enough crazy shit that's, you know, would happen in the store. Um, uh, and the things that people would say and, and, and that they do say, and we actually had a, we actually had a, a, a contest and then that actually, that, which turned into a marketing thing, which now turned into a chapter in the book. And it was the stuff that, that people would say, and it would be like, um, Oh gosh, there's probably a hundred of them in there at least. Um, 
my mother's having an estate sale, but she doesn't know about it yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> so say you're the cable guy and everything will be fine. <laughs> Just do some scouting for me. Uh, yeah. How many is half a dozen? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, it thinks it thinks you you you. I'll, I'll flip to these so I can go on my the rest of my memory. Um, so what we did is what we did is we created, and this is with my um, store manager, who's often often a, he's, is a graphic artist, excuse me. And uh, so we made a Christmas card of it. So it looks like, and it's actually the second to the last page in the book. So you get to read about this crazy stuff and then see what we actually turned it into. Oh, cool, um, cool. Which to me, I kind of, I like, I also like things that are kind of business related. Yeah. And obviously, and, um, be self-employed since I was 22. You gotta, you better, you better come up with something. Yeah, now that you're 26, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we, so we turned it into a Christmas card, and it very much looks um, like a um, uh, like a puzzle. And I'll, I'll read the card to you. So okay, uh, sure. Is is and then and what w- what we did is then we pulled out the letters that then spell out like Happy Holidays. Okay, right. is this the place that people told me about? What do all these soul tags mean? <laughs> I'm looking for something. One of my favorites. I'm looking for something shaped like a brick. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you are you ever open when you're not open? <laughs> oh man, hold on. Let me let let me Ooh. let me have that one flow over me. <laughs> <laughs> why why aren't all your earrings cufflinks? Okay. Where are your vintage bongs, man? <laughs> I'm looking for something I don't think was ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Will things be cheaper if you go out of business? (laughs) Well, there's some bad karma there. Right? Holy crap. You should have a clothing optional night. Oh, wow. (laughs) This one, I don't understand what you put in there. Is that like a famous mirror? (laughs) Do you get all this stuff from a catalog? <laughs> <laughs> Cracking myself up here. I haven't read this one in a while. If, if, if I don't see what I want, is it someplace else? <laughs> yes, it is, man. <laughs> and you go find it. Right? Is, is this like a museum or isn't anything for sale? <laughs> So I these people this. don't have Grammarly, is what you're saying. Yeah, gra- or, yeah, or grammar in their head. Yeah. Uh, if I don't buy this, will someone else? Wow. <laughs> so that then 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 turned into that. So so that was what it, we'd edited it down to was was like fun of the, some of the you know strongest ones. Yeah. And so there's so I I call that chapter quote unquote, um, and. Um, so you get to the yeah. point where you, you're looking for people to ask you stupid things because it's, yeah, uh, right. it's, it's like it's fun. yeah well, no, no, it's material. Not. It's material. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and and I did I did incentivize my employees. It was like, if you come over the weekend, every weekend somebody says something. Yeah. I mean, to, to this day, um, there's something, and you go, oh my god. That's that's, yeah, that's that, a chapter. That's, that's a that's, that's a phrase. That's or just whatever. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple things too. I mean, there's some things that I have like regular, even regular customers come come in and say things, and I go, I'd love to tell you, but I just can't because if they hear this, they know they didn't know they were the person who said it, and it's just like, 
what are you on? Yeah. You know, just well, you're like, Wrigleyville. In Wrigleyville, there's people, you know, like you say. So, that, yeah. well, well, now we're, we've, so we moved up to Edgewater. So, oh, really, okay. the first book is about Wrigleyville. And then the second book is Broadway Antique Market, so we're up at we're up at Edgewater. Um, wow! I'll, be, we'll get, I'll give you a couple. There's just here. It, it turned did turn into a good a good chapter. Um, uh, I was selling a coffin that was used only once. <laughs> <laughs> this, this I hear a lot. I hear this a lot. I don't want an appraisal. I just want to know what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> um, can, can you this again? I, this one, I, I was there when they said this, and I went running for a pen. Yeah. Uh, can you, can you, can you recommend another store that won't buy my things? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are many. <laughs> um, how much is free shipping? <laughs> is, is it, here again, you know, I'm just, I'm just writing these things down. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, why create uh, your own I, content when it's created uh, for you? Uh, I will do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna pick myself up. Uh, um, <laughs> they're so stupid. Uh, do famous rabbis ever shop here? <laughs> well, like King it, Solomon. It, yeah. From, from, yeah. Name. Uh, name. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have you ever sold a repossessed Ouija board? Ooh. Oh. Yeah. What about Ouija boards? You got any cr- creepy Ouija board stories? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I. Well, yes, I do. Well, come I on. Love Ouija, I love Ouija boards. I only have. I only have one, and now you can't buy them. Jeez. Um. No, they're so expensive. The good ones are so expensive. Um. <laughs> I had a guy who bought a Ouija board from us, and then uh, brought it back, um, <laughs> and it was wet. <laughs> was it sticky or just wet? No, Ooh. it was just wet. It was just wet, and just was freaked out about what he had done. Was, we were just playing around with this man, and you know, <laughs> you know, and all this stuff started to happen. And I'm going, I want my money back. <laughs> wow. And, which I wasn't going to give his money back because why is it still wet? You know. <laughs> um, and it, it dried out okay, and I and I and I resold it. Um, you know, it's a, it's a very green business. As I tell everybody, this is a yeah. green business. Yes, right? Right. We don't, right? This, we, we use, have a, yeah, all, we, 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 yeah, we've even, we're, re, we're reusing Ouija boards. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> somebody try and t- top me on that one. Uh, um, and, and, and really in demand, people are always asking for, 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 for Ouija boards. Yeah. That was my favorite one as far as like buying one back. I was in a store once where, um, and you know, they were made at, um, uh, 666 uh, Lakeshore Drive before they changed their address to 680. Oh, no. wow. Are you guys familiar with that? Yeah. No, yeah. No. There was there was a Ouija board company that that that's where they I think I, was, I, don't, I don't think they were manufactured there. I think they were distributed through through there. Um, but like how perfect is that? Yeah, right. Again. Just how perfect is that? So they made incredible Ouija boards and uh, I was at a uh, <laughs> I was at an antique mall oh like in Ohio when it was run by all these um it was <laughs> it's a strip mall and half the strip mall is one of these giant churches you know one of those okay know, yeah right you know what i'm talking about right. don't insult anybody one of those mega churches right and the connected to it was this mega antique mall but the antique mall was was well well run by them so <laughs> i'm waiting in line to buy my stuff and i look at the guy ahead of me and he's carrying the best ouija board and it's a 666 one from lakeshore drive right and so i'm going and i really i never do i never do this and i'm going like man that's that's a great find that's and it's like 
fifteen dollars or something ridiculous, and it's a it's worth ten times that. Yeah. Right. And uh, <laughs> so I said, "Oh, what are you going to do with that?" No, well, you know, there's a place I'm like, thinking of putting it behind some flowers. And it's like, "Oh God," you know. <laughs> and I said, you, "So you collect these?" No, I just like what it looks like. And, oh. and I said, "Listen, I'll give you a hundred bucks right now, not to buy it." Wow. Right. And he goes, why would you do that? I said, well, I collect them. And it is an unusual one. And you'd be making some money and all that. Well, yeah, when am I going to find another one? <laughs> so, and, he didn't, and he wouldn't sell them to me. He wouldn't sell wow. them. Wow. No, I have had other times where that did work. You know. Right. So, so which and, creepy yeah. doll did you put on his front porch <laughs> that after he didn't sell it? I just prank call him now and say, it's, a, it's Oliver Stone. Yeah. Yeah. I need a Ouija board. <laughs> Don't hang up on me. I'm sending over my Chucky collection. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dwayne, tell people where they can find you. I, where, well, first where, of all, where's, where, where's the store? So the store is in uh, Edgewater. So we're at 6130 North Broadway mm. in Chicago. I grew up at 6300 North Sheridan, by the way. Oh, yeah? well, well, there you go. You've probably uh, seen the statue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say it's spitting distance, and that's what generally I do when I see the statue. Um, <laughs> no. so, so, hey, by yeah, the way, so, you know, we were talking uh, to a guy last week uh, who does these tours of Chicago. Uh, if you ever want to amuse yourself, go to Trump Tower and just sit outside Trump Tower for a few hours and just watch people walk by because they don't spit at they don't spit at it. But what they do is they walk by and they flip off they flip off the Trump Tower over, <laughs> over and over and, and over like they scream at it. It's, it's really entertaining. I highly recommend it. Uh, I've known a few people who work there in the restaurants, and man, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I it's like don't get get a get a get a different job. Um, uh, okay, yeah, that so, sounds like so one of the top what... ten things to do in Chicago. Yes, this is coming to my store at sixty one thirty North Broadway while uh, reading your books. Right. Um, so we are COVID hours are now uh, since we're still in the middle of all this uh, Thursday through Sunday. 11 okay. to 6. So mm. we're no longer open seven days a week as we were for 30 freaking years. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and it's uh, BAM, B A M, Chicago.com. Um, you can get the books. That's uh, 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 selling dead people's things and Vintage Confidential. They're both available on Amazon and at your uh, support your smaller bookseller. Yeah. Um, and myself, Dwayne Scott Cerny. I'm all over the internet, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, whatever platform of shoes they'll be developing in the next five years. I'm mm -hmm. sure I'll be, I'm sure I'll be on that as well. Uh, and uh, actually, I've been doing the, I've been doing something completely different on um, TikTok and Instagram. Is I'm doing these little videos of just individual objects. And then really kind of taking you into it, which is something I haven't been able to. Like if I saw you, you came in the store and I could show you something. Oh, I thought, cool. well, let me do that online. So, But all kinds of things. So there'll be sideshow cabinet cards or, uh, oh gosh, we had rocket clocks. And uh, I, had a, I had a program um, from Grey Gardens, from the film premiere of Grey Gardens. Mm. Um, so I, like, I really like obscure things. Cool. Clearly. <laughs> uh, well, when I die, speaking, yeah. when I die, my wife uh, will talk to you. We'll bring you over to the garage, right. and there's yeah, we'll there's, some gold. there's some gold. There's some gold in And <laughs> final question: What discounts are you offering to famous rare guys? <laughs> yeah, yes, I will. I will. Uh, I'll, if I, can I pay her in books? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, Dwayne, thanks for being on That's the show. Been awesome. We been really great. enjoyed Thank it. Thank you, guys. It's You're a blast. very entertaining dude. And uh, and good luck. And uh, hopefully you won't be hatcheted to death by yeah. a doll. Yeah, you know, when you're not looking. <laughs> We're praying for you, sir. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll end on a prayer. Yeah. 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 Amen, brothers. Yeah. Amen. Right. Thanks, bud. Have Bye. a good one. Thank Bye, you, guys. Man. See ya. Bye-bye. He's our people. He is. We, yeah. yeah, we definitely should have him come over for poker night. <laughs> he, he would love the garage, dude. <laughs> he would love the, the garage. Shrine? <laughs> yeah, he would I mean, love the garage. Yeah. Well, hey, special thanks to uh, our guest, uh, Dwayne, for being on the show, but also thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano, with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, Radio Misfits. Dot com. And we'll be back again soon with a brand new episode of Manoush Man Celebrity Interview. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What is the deal with all these little, little liquor shop. bottles? Uh, yesterday was my sister's birthday, and as Germans, I just thought it would be fun to buy a bunch of little ones. And as it turns out, I bought too many. You've got some crap here. You got yeah. rumple mints. Oh, it's awful. 99 apples. Uh, that is uh, apple schnapps. That oh. is 99 proof. Are you kidding me? No. Holy crap. Which means it probably doesn't taste like apples at all. <laughs> <laughs> be my guess. So this is 50% alcohol, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Yeah, you want one? Oh, my God. This <laughs> this apple stuff is... <laughs> this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, all of these are so horrible. No, not even a hint of an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to Minutia Men on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.